0: And gentlemen, the best
1: wrestling podcast around, hosted by Brady and Danielle. yeah. From Brooklyn to your living room, it's
0: the best podcast to listen to. Morning, even afternoon, Here clever
1: blind girl and a juke. Talk
0: about wrestling, they do it 24-7. Cause they love to speak on it every week, that's why they are best friends. And they're back once again for some wrestling talk. So sit back, relax, it's time for, <laughs> for Hillmarks.
1: They're not just smart, they're
0: marks. <laughs> they're not just smart, they're <laughs> Hill <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fans and friends, we are back once again. I am the Charisma, the Optimologist of Optimism, Hyper Heal, and your Messiah of Mischief. And with me, as always, she is the Sultan of Sarcasm, the Sorceress of Sass, the Blockbuster, and the Maharaja of Modesty. She is Dan Brady together. We are the Hillmarks. Danielle, say what up to the people?
1: What up to the people?
0: Danielle, say holla back, holla brood. Holla back, holla brood. Danielle, what do you think is a movie that not nearly enough people talk about? Like, it just never gets talked about, and it should because it's great.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. He's oh. Um, wheeze. <laughs> um, a movie that I think... The Professional, I feel like I don't talk about enough. Okay. The Professional it's a good one.
0: Um, I've actually asked you a tough question when you say, geez louise. Like, that's your Geez louise.
1: Well, you know, movies, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many in my brain. (laughs) Snowpiercer. People should watch Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is a very underrated movie, and I think everybody should say it. Okay. Snowpiercer is definitely one. It's with Chris Evans. They made a TV series about it. It's fucking great. It's the director who directed um, Parasite. So, yeah. Snowpiercer, final answer.
0: All right. Lock it in. What about you? Bebe's Kids.
1: Bebe's... But is Baby's Kids a movie? I feel like a TV show movie.
0: No, 100% it was a movie. It was in theaters. All right. VHS release. Yeah.
1: The Great Mouse Detective is another one. I feel like people don't talk about that enough.
0: I'm sticking with Bebe's Kids, man. That movie was fucking fucking fire
1: My friend calls Absolutely our friend Bebe. Hilarious. She's always like, "Hey Bebe." <laughs>
0: hey Bebe. I can't
1: Bebe. I can't wait for Adam Cole and Britt Baker to have kids and they can be Bebe's kids. Adam right. Cole was, Bebe's kids.
0: That was good. I'm going to I'm we're, whenever Britt Baker gets pregnant with Adam Cole's baby, we're definitely going to turn that into a meme.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Adam Cole Bebe's kids. <laughs> yeah. It's Adam Cole's Bebe. <laughs> and then no, and then when adam no, it's, Co-
0: just, it's just gonna be bebe's kid but we're gonna spell it with his bebe not baby. Bebe. adam
1: bebe's kids and then when adam's called bebe has kids we can circle back and it could be bebe's kids
0: <laughs> it is bebe's kids we're not circling anything it's no- adam cole's bebe's bebe
1: kids.
0: no man it's it's just bebe's kids
1: bebe's kids
0: do you
1: yeah we talk about this all the time i love bebe's kids.
0: Okay, what's the name of the amusement park they go to in Baby's Kids?
1: Bobby's World. You don't fucking love <laughs> Baby's Kids. I knew it. <laughs> it's fun Town. I love it because I don't know the name. It doesn't mean I don't love it.
0: Bobby Bobby's World was a great show though.
1: Yeah, I know. It reminds me of it.
0: Who's the voice of Bobby?
1: Howie Mandel. No. Stop. <laughs> was it Howie Mandel? Yeah, I love when COVID happened. Howie Mandel was like, "Told you, motherfuckers, stop touching people." <laughs> He
0: was, the, he was the first person I thought of when Me it all too. happened. I was like, if I told you so was a person, it, it was how, was we how it up. Up. Well,
1: I mean, COVID's like the hugging stuff. It's like no more touching people. I'm like, yes, nobody. Like on America's people. Got Talent, he would brag
0: about knowing that somebody is sick. Like he'd be like, that performer is sick this week. I saw them. They're sniffling. So I could put my mask on. I got my gloves on. You guys, you guys are stupid. You guys are stupid. I saw him. You, you got a cold, right? You have a cold? Aha, told you.
1: Yeah, Howie Mandel is definitely the, I told you so, embodied in a, pa- a person.
0: Yo, Little Monsters was such a good movie. That's another one that people don't talk about nearly enough.
1: My friend went as him for Halloween one year. It was fantastic. I'm going to show you a picture of it. It's fantastic.
0: I love. That's it. cool. That sounds like it would be a dope-ass costume. Also, that
1: movie was free as fuck. Like, yeah. I, I was scared.
0: Yeah. that's That movie got emotional.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I tried Peanut Butter and Onions just because of that movie.
0: Me too, definitely. Also, that really got me into Doritos. I don't know why, like, Doritos luring monsters up being that good. I'm like, all right, well, these are now my new favorite chip.
1: Well, I knew you would like that movie, too, because it has Corey from Boy Meets World in it.
0: Well, not just that it has Corey, but it has Fred and Ben Savage for the first time together. Um, You've got the savages. Yeah. I'm a savage. Did you think Ben and Fred Savage did the Savage Challenge? Yeah, of course. Like, I'm a savage. I would hope so. I doubt it. I feel like we would have seen it.
1: Do you get mad when Brady things happen because of Tom Brady and you can't utilize it or you can kind of? Like, does it annoy you? What do you you mean? I don't know. Like, if someone was like... I don't know, made a Brady meme about and using the word Brady like there was a Brady challenge and it was like, I mean,
0: I think if that happened, depending on the circumstance, I'd probably be down for it. I'd probably. But I I don't like I don't think that's happened.
1: I feel like a Brady challenge would be him like deflating a ball.
0: Right. Like when the good thing happened, like he became memes, but Brady was kind of away from it. it was all about the balls.
1: Right. Brady's balls.
0: You could utilized if, that. Now, if that became a thing, I, I probably would have ran into that, face right. first.
1: Right. There'll never be. will never be anything with me, ever. Danielle. Or Cummings, I feel.
0: Well, yeah, that that one. I mean, Whitney Cummings, if, if she if she gets any bigger, maybe.
1: Yeah, I like that's Whitney your Cummings. only shot. Right, and I got it. or E.E. E. Cummings, or Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings does the voice of Tigger. You're welcome.
0: ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another edition of the heel marks thank you for following us everywhere at the heel marks thank you for giving us five star ratings on itunes on spotify thank you for downloading all that fun stuff thank you for supporting the heel marks as we come on here every week to talk about random shit mostly wrestling but with random shit sprinkled all up over this bitch
1: mmm sprinkles I love sprinkles no you don't what do you mean I can't have ice cream without sprinkles
0: but you can't have sprinkles without ice cream
1: I eat sprinkles without ice cream
0: no you don't yes
1: I do or you put them on a cupcake
0: you just have like a bowl of sprinkles and stick your tongue in it
1: not like a bowl but I like eat sprinkles because they're like chocolate Or, like, sugar flavor.
0: So, like, instead of, like, when some people, like, have a cup of peanuts, you'll just have a cup of sprinkles?
1: No, it'll be a little bit smaller than that. Like, I don't consume it as much as peanuts. But, like, I put it on whipped cream. I put it on Cool Whip. I'll put it on cupcakes. Okay. I like sprinkles. Fair enough. In other other parts of the world, well, actually, other parts of the state, they call them Jimmy's.
0: I'm aware of that. They also call Jimmy's condoms.
1: Yeah, so it's very confusing.
0: I went to a summer camp in Pennsylvania, and that was where the debate. The debate was very spirited in terms of Hoagie versus Hero and Sprinkles versus Jimmy's.
1: Oh, I have a good one. I have a good one. In and Wis- ladies
0: versus Johns.
1: I have a good one. In Wisconsin, they call a drinking fountain a bubbler.
0: That's silly. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I mean, unless like. No. the drinking fountain has you know champagne or something in no
1: it. but they call it a bubbler
0: that's stupid a bubbler is a type of smoking device
1: right or someone that just is very gassy
0: no I, that would be rude you can't just <laughs> go calling Randy a bubbler fair enough Randy accuses himself from, excuses himself from the table oh there goes the bubbler again
1: <laughs> fuck you guys I think that's funny <laughs>
0: You would. You're a fucking bully at heart.
1: I'm not a bully. Stop saying that.
0: I said it because you said it. This you is that shit. You always call me a bully. You, you, because you, you showed us on this show. I'm the only one who could see you, but you showed it like the picture perfect way to headlock someone. You were giving fictional noogies to your imaginary. You, you are. You have gone in detail about your bullying ways.
1: It's because I was bullied by my brothers. That's probably it. I had to yeah, defend every myself. Bully's,
0: every bully's got a sob story. Oh, yeah, my dad punched me in the face, so I threw this guy over the flagpole.
1: You sound like Sam from Cobra Kai. Just because you were, everyone has a sob story doesn't mean you have to be a bully. <laughs> no excuse to be a bully. That's right. Yeah, Sam. All right, Sam, calm down. <laughs> Uh, stuff happened this week in wrestling.
0: We did get stuff happening. We got the debut of Drew McInfart showing up to our screens. And when I first saw this, I was rolling my eyes because, like, it was clearly, you know, just, you know, he comes out. And the first thing you notice is this big belly and he's got his butt crack hanging out. His wig is falling off. And we've seen them have actors, you know, play parody wrestlers before in embarrassing ways. So I'm kind of like thinking nothing of it. But the first thing, and I, I sent, I texted you. As first as, as soon as I seen him, I'm like, um, this guy looks exactly like David Crumholtz. But I'm like, I, I, I was like, I thought it was him for a second.
1: I thought you were talking about something completely different, so I kind of just like brushed off what you were saying, and I was like, haha, okay, <laughs> like, right. I, I was just like, oh, all right.
0: And then the next day, I still didn't like throughout the entire segment. I, I, I remember in myself thinking, I'm like, wow, this actor is really good. <laughs> Because he's being ridiculous, but then when he gets into his Drew McIntyre impression, and he's like, oh, I am Drew McIntyre. I'm like, looking at this guy's eyes, I'm like, yo, this guy can act like, who the fuck is this guy? But I still just didn't actually think it was him. It's fucking Bernard. And, and until, until he posted up on Instagram, like, yep, guys, that was me on WWE Raw, and I'm like, fucking A. Bernard. Bernard, indeed.
1: That one of my favorite Christmas movies.
0: I've seen I've seen Crumholtz in so much shit. I remember a movie I saw, Life with Mikey, starring Michael J. Fox, when he played a, a, a children's actor.
1: How dare you break that movie down? I love that movie. Yo, sometimes... Who
0: brings it down? That movie's a no, fantastic no, movie. No, that you're
1: breaking it down. No, 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 no. Me and my friend have this running gag with that movie that when we're in a bad mood, I'll be like... Don't be sad. And then she'll look at me and go, sunburst cookies light up my day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the shit. You you essentially accused me, without accusing me, of mansplaining a movie to you. When we are hosting a show, Danielle, I'm not going to assume that the people... In fact, Life with Mikey is 100% a movie that not nearly enough people talk about.
1: Nathan Lane's in that movie, too. Yep. And Michael J. Fox when he was still a fox. Yowza. Yowza. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bernard is like the uh, the nasty kid. Like he's like their only signee, and he's like a little douchebag.
0: Yeah, he was a little. He's getting commercials at the Wazoo. This guy's making it.
1: Yeah, and then Angie comes, and Sunburst Cookies light up her day.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing him on Freaks and Geeks. I was watching Superbad the other day. We kind of got reminded that he was in there for a little bit. Oh, yeah, I
1: forgot he was in there. Yeah, but he'll always be Bernard to me.
0: He's the guy praying for a fight. I always... Praying for a
1: fight. I actually always confuse him and Jason... Sportsman? Always. I always confuse them. I don't know why. He's also
0: Freaks and Geeks.
1: Yes, I know. Um, Yeah, I always confuse them. Probably because
0: they're both Jews.
1: And have dark black hair and big noses.
0: Well us jews we all look alike
1: i don't think you you look like them
0: i don't think i look like them but you, you go ahead and show me a bald jew I, I guarantee you i look like that guy like
1: pete rosenberg <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> exactly
1: except your nose is a, your nose is a lot prettier than pete rosenberg's
0: oh thank you you're so nice
1: you're welcome i like your nose it has a nice shape <laughs> look at mine it's so tiny look at that thing it's like where is it oh it disappeared like it's so tiny
0: Noses are not supposed to take up that much space on your face. You've got a nice nose.
1: Oh, it's so small. Look at it.
0: You know whose nose is all fucked up? Randy Orton.
1: Oh, yeah. His face is... Oh, no. His face is all mangled.
0: Well, you can't really see his face because he's got, like... I don't even know what to call that thing. They couldn't have gave him a better mask. Here's my biggest problem with with the fact they couldn't get him a better mask. Randy Orton... And I understand he doesn't make it himself. He's probably not even that involved. But nonetheless, Randy Orton has his own clothing line. Mm -hmm. It is called Slither. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that he couldn't make a phone call? All right, listen, guys, we just need a Slither mask. Just give me something to wear.
1: They couldn't give him a snake mask? Right, right. Snake
0: skin, snake themed, anything viperlicious. He could have got a cobra. Ki- he could have got a cobra Kai mask. Right. He literally could have borrowed Slapjack's mask, and it would have been fine. Right. Just show me Slapjack laid out, and I would assume that Randy Orton's just stealing masks like a badass ball. He looks
1: like the little boy from Trick and Treat. What's his name? It, David? No, that's not his name. I forgot.
0: It was just. It was laughable. Um, the promo he cut was fire. I thought it went on for at least like five minutes too long, but Sam. the promo was fire. Randy Orton's on another level right now. Mm-hmm. He's still one of the best in the game.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: hoping this is the end of this mask. I'm hoping next week we get an evolved version of burned up Orton or scarred Orton or yeah, whatever just we're getting.
1: Put makeup yeah. on his face. You,
0: you said make- makeup?
1: Yeah, just make it look burnt if that's what you're going to do. No, I don't think, I think that's,
0: I think that's opening up another can of worms you don't necessarily need. I don't think we we need special effects makeup. I don't exactly know what they did to his nose. I don't know if it was the lighting or whatever. His nose looked like almost burned. Like it was just, because hmm. he's got a big nose and that thing was just sticking out of the mask. And it just looked like really red and weird. Hmm. I, 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 like he was in the tanner for too long.
1: Hmm. I'd like to be in the tanner with him too long.
0: I can't I can't talk to you about Orton for more than two minutes.
1: Hey, I held out this
0: entire time. Well, yeah, it's because his face is all burned up, looking like yesterday's meatloaf.
1: The rest of him isn't. Mm, I love meatloaf. <laughs> okay, fine. Well,
0: now we have to move on. <laughs>
1: Uh, people probably people that tune into the show that don't know like my obsession with randy orton are probably like of course it's a girl talking about wrestlers being hot and it's like he's really the only one i say perverted things about there might be like one other who else i say perverted things about
0: that's cesaro
1: oh yeah well, well yeah well, and there's definitely a few two. others yeah I, those
0: we, are two we 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 review cobra kai all the other time i can't talk about johnny lawrence for more than 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> like ooh zapka yeah but it's only
1: it's only like them like i don't do it to every oh, single shit. one i'm just not okay, like okay oh, i'm gonna start keeping i'm not tallies. like i'm all not right. like oh i love these wrestlers because they're hot it's like no they're actually talented too which is a bonus
0: I mean, we know that you are a woman who likes wrestling. Nobody's accusing you of not, but we also know what got you to the dance, and it's what's in their pants.
1: That's not true.
0: No, you're right. I just wanted to rhyme. That's not true. <laughs>
1: but I, appreci- that was certainly I an appreciate example. I appreciate your rhyming. How dare so, you talk shit yeah, about William Jabka? So,
0: so, changing the subject completely, Danielle, you want to talk about Matt Stryker? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't like Matt Stryker's face. <laughs> <laughs> point proven. <laughs> <laughs> One point for Brady. <laughs> oh man! Stri- yeah, but like Matt Striker, like whatever. I don't like his face. I mean, I was
0: completely joking. But while we're talking about Matt Striker, Matt Striker and Lo Brown did call their first pay per view together as a team.
1: I liked it. I thought they were Saturday. good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought no. I thought they were really good. I yeah. I liked them a lot. I forgot how much I
0: really enjoyed Matt Stryker on commentary. Like, I always thought he was really, really good. And I I remember never quite understanding his firing. But WWE's always had a great way of getting new, great commentary people. Whether it's Nigel, whether it's Morrow, whether it's Wade Barrett. There's no—there's an endless supply. So it's hard to miss him for too long. But I really— I think that he was let go for reasons that had nothing to do with performance. It was all like probably him rubbing people the wrong way backstage. He said they thought he was too much of a mark, too much of a wrestling nerd. And we as marks, as wrestling nerds, that's what we want.
1: Right. He also what I like about him on commentary, too, is he can do color and call like he could do both, which I like a lot. And I I did, too, forget how good Matt Stryker actually is on commentary. And I think D'Lo Brown actually throws in good. So I think they're a good combination.
0: Yeah, no, I think while Matt Stryker obviously does fit the role of former wrestler-turned-commentator, I think D'Lo is a little more known for his wrestling. Right. For his split-legged frog splash and what he was able to do during the Attitude Era. So he does bring wisdom that I think a lot of fans, myself included, are tuning in to hear. And then you said it perfectly. Matt Stryker is someone who can give you knowledge. He's going to call these moves correctly. He's going to give you facts you never knew. But then, when crazy shit goes down, he's marking out just like the rest of us. is the Voice of the people of the fans right at that desk my only qualm and i knew this was gonna happen i just wish it didn't happen night one i love his line which organically came apart during a booker t royal rumble return i'm marking out bro Mm -hmm. i love that line and i'm okay with that being his line But these commentators, they feel the need where like, you know, like when Michael Cole wanted to get vintage over. He had to say it every five seconds. You know, Jerry the King says puppies 30 minutes, you know, in in most Attitude Era episodes. So it's like uh, I I don't need to hear it every episode. I wish for him to save it for when we as fans are marking out. That's when I want to hear Matt Stryker come out with the I'm marking out, bro.
1: Right. You can't always throw it at it's like when we always say. WWE likes to beat a dead horse with a stick. Like, if you keep doing it over and over again, it it doesn't make it special. We need it for special moments.
0: Yeah, and to to that point, I couldn't even tell you the exact moment he brought busted it out on this show. I believe I, it was during the main event and I believe it was when Moose did something really impressive which we'll certainly be talking about in a second yeah. but I couldn't tell you the exact moment whereas I can tell you exactly what happened the first time he uttered that those words right? because it, it was a mark out moment and it deserved it. Right. But uh, but that's really my only complaint. And like I said, I knew it was going to happen. So it's barely a complaint. But these were refreshing voices.
1: Yeah, I'm over Uh, Josh Matthews and Madison Rain. We need someone else. We need somebody fresh. We need people that wrestle. And this is a perfect thing.
0: Yeah. And I never thought Madison was that bad. If they did feel like bringing Madison back for maybe the knockouts tag team matches or the knockouts matches, I don't think I'd have a problem with it right um, me neither. i think i think that for for a married couple her and josh just really no chemistry had very little chemistry on the that booth
1: yeah i think they i think they leaned on the fact that they were married so they didn't really put effort into it it was
0: just weird i really think him calling her madison rain every five minutes was a big part of it too i didn't quite I'm gonna get it
1: call you brady on every five minutes
0: that would be so weird That's I, That's I wouldn't even stupid. want to talk to you i'd be right. like all right you need to fucking stop
1: <laughs> yeah you can be like, hey, honey, sweetums, doll face. Imagine he was doing that instead. I'd rather that than him being like, Madison Rain.
0: Let's talk about the new knockouts tag team champion.
1: I was very surprised this happened.
0: I wasn't made my pick the right way,
1: made it wisely. Yeah, but you picked it to go against me.
0: That's how I roll. That's really what I should do more often. You should. Just- <laughs> Just watch what you do, do the opposite, and boom, i walk out with a W.
1: That's an okay.
0: No, but I really, there was method to the madness because, like, I, I thought there was a chance they would go. We talked about Fire and Flavor, who I don't believe they had this name before they tonight. Did. I think that was the first time I heard no, that No, they did. They did? You sure? Yeah. I don't think you're sure. I think you're
1: lying. Okay.
0: Anyway, I thought they were the character pick, and... Havoc and Nevaeh would have been, you know, the physical enforcer champions pick. Which way are they going to go? And for the first champions that they're having, they're bringing these belts back. I figured they were going to go with the people they were going to hand the mic to more. And that was, that's Hogan and Steele's. These girls are going to swag out with these belts. And I'm looking forward to the rain.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm glad that we're going to be getting women's tag team championship matches and we're going to get tag teams competing for number one contender. I li- I'm i loving all of this.
0: Yeah, and what I like most about it, and it's to your point, because they didn't go Havoc and Nevea, who would have been these dominant champions, who could take them down, we give it to the vulnerable champions. These teams are beatable. So, every tag team title defense they have, with every other team on that roster... There's now going to be that unpredictable factor of maybe these girls will drop the belts. How are they going to keep saving themselves?
1: Yes. These girls. Oh,
0: I hear what you said. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Hawk, calm down. (laughs)
0: You you were talking last week about how you didn't like ace austin not being on the show ace austin made himself onto the card but danielle what happened there
1: this fucking mess uh matt (laughs) card matt cardona came out and beat him
0: well i'm scratching my head well that's not exactly what happened
1: yeah they had a match and it was fucking stupid it ended in disqualification doesn't matter it's fucking stupid Jesus, why are you making
0: margaritas this early?
1: Yeah, this early, it's 2 p.m. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, so it's like, wait. So we have this guy come out, and we just had Ace Austin win that tournament cup, and now we have Matt Cardona beating him why he
0: didn't beat him
1: i mean he kind of did no he didn't he... madman fulton got involved and they disqualified yeah but it was he stupid got... this is stupid and why are you having matt cardona go against ace austin why not
0: ace austin is the top heel matt cardona's coming in as the new baby face why not
1: mm, not a fan of this i didn't mind it nah i minded it Matt do Cardona you against want, Ace Austin. Do you not
0: want Matt Cardona in Impact?
1: No, I don't care that he's in Impact. It's weird because, like, you know, a lot of people thought that he was sticking with AEW because he made appearances there. I figured that Matt Cardona was kind of just happy hanging in his house, playing with his action figures, and playing with his cats and dog. Like, I thought, like, and keeping relevant with his podcast and stuff, I thought that's what he was doing. I didn't really—I thought he was— gonna come and do spots on impact and AEW and different wrestling things i didn't think that he was gonna be like predominant now
0: no man matt cardona made wrestling on the internet and like made the internet like a tool for wrestlers to use and has watched the biggest wrestlers in the world profit off of the hard work he never got to truly benefit from i think that Matt Cardona is probably hungrier than almost anyone in wrestling right now because... I don't think you're alone in kind of already writing him off as a wrestler, th- assuming the best days are behind him, I didn't and now say he's that. moved on. I he's definitely moved didn't on say to be in a, he's moved on to being a cat daddy. And listen, Danielle, I I don't want to hear you defend yourself. You just said you thought he was happy sitting at home playing with his action figures,
1: right? Because he has a huge friggin' podcast. Exactly, of doing I get it. it. I'm not. Like, I didn't say his days you. were behind him. I didn't say he wasn't going to wrestle anymore. I'm just just him. Being now like on a main roster of a wrestling show was a little weird to me. How are
0: you? How do you think what you said and what I said, you said, are? you said his things.
1: wrestling days are behind him. I didn't you say he wasn't going to wrestle. You're
0: surprised to see him on an active rest uh, roster of a wrestling company.
1: How is that? Not the exact because same thing? making because he can wrestle. He just doesn't have to be signed to one company.
0: OK, fair enough. Well. It's, you know what, being a part of one company doesn't actually mean that you're only going to be one company. And we learned that on Impact this week when we saw Hardy Party, private party accompanied by Matt Hardy, show up and surprise everyone by making an appearance on Impact. And Danielle, they didn't just make an appearance. They became the number one contenders to the Good Brothers Tag Team Championships.
1: Yay! Yay! I don't get Hardy Party. It's very confusing to me.
0: Well, does it make more sense to you with what happened on AEW, where Hardy—I'm um, sorry—Private Party finally took Matt Hardy's lessons and turned heel officially?
1: Yes, that's okay. But them as a tech, so, them as a stable, is weird to me.
0: I I love it actually. Uh, Matt Hardy is once again giving us Big Money Matt, or at least a newer version of it, where. He is exploiting private party. He's taking 30% of each of their paychecks. He's all about that money. And they are willing to pay him because they think with his guidance, they can become the second greatest tag team in the history of the world.
1: Right after the North.
0: Exactly. Of course. Naturally. I love that. And I like that we, it didn't happen overnight. We got told for weeks, for weeks, Matt Hardy's like, here, use the chair. And they're like, no, we're not about that. And then on AEW, we get the heel turn. They finally use the chairs. They do the post-match attack. I think Top Flight and Private Party can be like Edge Christian, Jeff Hardy. Oh, Matt Hardy. yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah. Like,
0: they. You know, those Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian, they had countless matches in the Attitude Era, even before they really blew up. Like, they just had instant chemistry and did so much for the tag division before the Dudleys got involved, and then they started having TLC matches and everything. So, watching these two teams go at it, I'm like, all right, this is great. All we need is Private Party to go heel, so they really have that dynamic, and boom, there we go.
1: They were listening to you.
0: As more people should. Not really. Interesting that they turned heel right after becoming number one contenders for Good Brothers Tag Team Championships, only because it does kind of seem the Good Brothers are in that heel slot, but we'll have to see how things turn out.
1: Yeah, but there's no what, black and white with heel and face anymore in wrestling.
0: Right. Also, we've got invasions happening, so who knows when or if and when a company decides that that company is just the heel of this you know, story that's being brought out here. Right. I love this so much because when the initial quote-unquote invasion begun to take place when we saw Omega and Don Callis and the Impact get involved with AEW's programming, one of the things you and I talked about was how, you know, the North in particular was a little outspoken with, uh, you know, their problems with what was going on. You know, uh, Josh Alexander saying something like, the North should probably be facing one of these teams, right? If I was booking things, but what do I know? Right. Essentially indicating that this stuff wasn't happening. We talked about maybe there might be resentment because it seems like the big picture is to get the Good Brothers to work with these guys. Let's benefit Omega. Let's benefit let's have, you know, not the Good Brothers working F T R, but they're gonna work the Bucks. They're gonna work this and that. Right. But but here we go now, and we were like wondering if they're going to use these name values and use this invasion to put over the talent of the future, and here we go. Where Private Party gets valuable airtime on Impact, Matt Hardy making his return to Impact is certainly a headline that's grabbing a lot of people online. Something we didn't think was going to happen, something that's going to make people tune in, and Private Party... Having a chance to compete against the good brothers in a match for a tag team championship. I love it. I love this.
1: Yay. I'm glad you love it.
0: I'm glad you have so much to say about it as well. (laughs) Do you not
1: love it, Danielle? No, it's fine. I like it. I, when we talked about this. How about AEW and Impact? And I love that they're joining forces, forces and they're having everybody can mingle now and there could be like matches that we all are dreaming of. I mean, I would have loved to see the North and FTR, but, you know, it's OK. But I love what they're doing and I, I love everything about this. And it really gets to showcase. It gets eyes on Impact because we always say that Impact has such great talent but there's always a disconnect there's always something that people aren't valuing about impact they still think it's tna and they're so wrong
0: and i love how they could have you know they could use people who are you know bigger names on aew as you said they're putting eyes on impact with this but instead they're putting eyes on impact with people who also need eyes on them from aew so it's just everybody benefits I was surprised that on Impact against James Storm and Chris Sabin, we actually saw. I did not expect Private Party to win that match. So the fact that Private Party gets to come on Impact, Matt Hardy gets to cut a promo on their behalf, introduce them to the Impact fans that don't know who they are, and then they get a big win over two tag team specialists. Now moving on to face the Good Brothers, I'm just really excited about what is happening with aew and impact where we, we got a lot of eyes wanting to see how that goes and this is the kind of stuff that's going to make it more exciting and get more wrestlers involved
1: woohoo i love it
0: yeah um what else did you love about the uh impact hey before we move on we had a lot of mm- matches
1: nothing no i'm just kidding um I really liked the main event, obviously. Um, The main event, obviously, we knew the dynamic was going to change because we now were having Moose involved. I thought Moose was the star of that entire match.
0: Absolutely. MVP.
1: MVP. I love the whole gimmick of Kenny coming out with his shirt on, wearing the silliest of all Bullet Club shirts, which was phenomenal. Uh, I know a lot of people were not keen on that shirt but i thought it was fantastic our friend debbie deb actually has that shirt um i but moose every time moose got the tag in i was i popped because i was so he got the hot tag and every time he went in the, my eyes were on him the entire time
0: yeah no moose really and i love how he adapted his style a bit and allowed himself to show off things that we don't see from him every day. He doesn't always do a standing moonsault. He doesn't always do a, uh, like a, just a lot of the movies, the little moves he did. He did like a triple, um, you know, where he teamed up with Rich Swan And right. why is his name escaping me right now? Chris, Chris Saban. Saban. And, they did, and they did drop kick in the Corner. Like, we don't see that happen. So we see him do the Spanish fly off the top blew the roof off and of course D'Lo and Matt Stryker put that over huge there was just a lot of excitement going in and I think Moose knew exactly what this was this was his time to shine and he maximized his minutes he wasn't booked for this pay-per-view at all he finds himself at the last minute in the ring with Kenny Omega one of the biggest names in wrestling And he took full advantage of it.
1: I think Moose complimented everybody in that ring. When he was wrestling with Omega, my eyes were glued. When he was wrestling one of the Good Brothers, my eyes were glued. Anytime he was in the ring, I was just excited that he was there.
0: Yeah, and his team did not win, but he's still who everyone is talking about. He was this match. He was this show. He really showed up and showed out, and obviously the story that they're telling... With Kenny Omega announcing himself as a belt collector, with Kenny Omega mixing it up with Rich Swan, is that the match that's being built up to is Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega, champion versus champion? But I think after this match, the champion versus champion match, most people want to see is Moose versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> he just put himself on the map, uh, on in the conversation.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. I was yeah. This was this was a great match. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. What did you think about the Impact Knockouts Championship match?
1: That match was fine. It was okay. Yana
0: Perrazzo continues to show up and show out. Okay. Continues to kill it. I, I know you agree with me. This match was fantastic. Was, you were talking, you were talking my head off earlier about how great this match was. You talked about Deanna's skills and how much she's improved. I don't need to hear you talk about it now. That's fine. Right. You can stay quiet. But I, I just remember how into this match you were.
1: Yeah, you remember me talking about Taya the entire time. I, if, if my memory serves me correctly.
0: Yeah, and how Taya is leaving now after this match.
1: Oh, I was so sad. I was so sad that Ty is leaving. I want her to stay.
0: Well, you shouldn't feel bad for her at all, Danielle. She's a goddamn murderer.
1: Yeah, but that's okay. Remember, rape bad, murder okay. Who the fuck
0: wrote these rules?
1: Oh, oh, maybe that was on a different show. Oh, rape that's one bad
0: that, murder, j- bad as well. <laughs>
1: not as bad. I didn't say it, but it's still
0: bad. There are we're not the level bad. Yeah, but she it's didn't. Bad, she bad, didn't bad.
1: actually murder him. She just set it up for him to be murdered.
0: Right? She belongs in jail, Danielle.
1: Oh, I mean, okay.
0: She belongs in jail.
1: With how dead beautiful she be is. Dead, dead, dead people, people should stay be... dead. Right. Um. Yeah. I. This match was fine. Like. It was good, it's just it didn't have the pop I wanted it to. But Ty is so friggin' talented, I want to see more of her doing her stuff. Like, I miss her being champion.
0: Well, she's been sentenced to, I believe it was, at least two years in either Jacksonville or
1: Tampa. Oh, so either WWE or AEW? Exactly, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Oh, man.
0: And it certainly seems she's going one of those places. Where would you like to see her end up? Impact. Okay, Danielle. What? We we talked about this.
1: (laughs) I know. I mean, I'm assuming she's going to go to WWE to be with her hubby. You think so? Mr. Ty Valkyrie, yeah.
0: You don't think she'd want to go to AEW where the women might be more needed than ever?
1: I don't think the women are needed at AEW at all.
0: You don't think they need women in AEW?
1: No, they just need to show the women. They have women. So why bring another one in if you're not going to show them? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how I look at it. AEW doesn't not have women. They have women. They just don't showcase them. They just have them say silly things and do things offstage instead of actually having them have wrestling matches.
0: So tie it to WWE, guys. You heard Danielle say it here first i said i assume danielle told you from her mouth taya is guaranteed confirmed going to wwe she's going to show up with john morrison he's not going to go by john morrison he's going to go by mr taya
1: mr valkyrie (laughs) mr valkyrie brady is acting like tom brady right now and just making up his own rules does Tom Brady do that? He makes up rules? Yeah, and he tries to high-five refs. <laughs> he was trying to high-five the refs? Yeah, you didn't see that, where the ref snubbed him when he went to high-five him. I thought he was trying to high-five the players. No, he was high-fiving the ref. Well, that's stupid. You can't high-five refs. Well, that's right. That's why you're like Tom Brady. They to be stupid. impartial. Yeah, I know. Danielle, what do you think about NXT? NXT? NXT was cool. We're not going to talk about Ethan Page? Danielle,
0: I want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, but I can't read your fucking mind.
1: Well, I figured we were going through
0: the matches of Hard to Kill. (laughs) No, we're not going to talk about every match. I'm trying to talk about what you liked. You skipped straight to the main event, so I assume that we basically, you know, I I assume that you you took a pee-pee break. That's not what
1: happened. You said, what did I like about Hard to Kill? (laughs) If you said what didn't you like, I would have immediately said. Well, I don't like talking
0: about what you didn't like. But go ahead, Danielle. I got my margarita. I got my margarita poured up. Soft me, baby.
1: Well, we definitely have to talk about Karate Man and Ethan Page. This is very important. Ethan Page was very upset about this match, as was I. It was not good. I mean, the first match where he posted it on YouTube of Karate Man and Ethan Page was good. Right. That was a good match. This was not. Ethan Page even tweeted, This is dog shit, and then took it down like right away. Because I went to retweet it and already it was gone. Like, yeah, he no, he posted something
0: happy. in like an action figure Facebook group. He's basically taking a social media break. Impact pissed them off. Impact hurt him. Impact took something that he did for fun and did not want to put on television and they chose to put it on TV how they wanted it to look and appear, made it a joke, used it as a cheap way to write him off as opposed to using any creativity and giving a proper send-off to a guy who just held the Impact Tag Team Championships for longer than anyone else.
1: Yeah, it was really sad and unfortunate. I wonder how that works if he does go to AEW. Like, how does that work working in AEW and them being in cahoots with Impact?
0: Well, I mean, that kind of thing might make people not want to go to AEW. Maybe there will be certain things discussed in contract conversations whereas, listen, I'm willing to sign with you guys, but I don't want to have to work with them. That's fair. Maybe this is the kind of thing that makes him go to ROH. Maybe this is the kind of thing that makes him go to NWA. Maybe this is the kind of things that makes him take a break and just spend time with his family.
1: Yeah, Maybe, maybe this
0: is one of the things that make him say, fuck it. I'm I'm getting money for my family. NXT, what's up?
1: Maybe. I don't want him to go to NXT. I feel I'm like- sure at
0: this point, with the transformation that he encountered in 2020, as well as the success he encountered before the past couple months, I do think he'd finally be on NXT's radar.
1: Right. I mean, he's been on their radar before. So I guess now he's definitely because, like you said, with the transformation and all the the noise popping around him.
0: Yeah. So maybe he's looking at everywhere and he's like, listen, unfortunately, there's a good chance that if I work for a wrestling company, I'm going to be a little unhappy. Maybe I should just go to the place that's going to pay me the most.
1: Right. Right. That's that's kind of my thing with John Morrison. I always think like John Morrison was like, OK, I'm done really wrestling. I'm just going to go to WWE because they pay more.
0: See, I thought with Morrison where like when he left, everything he did had him at the forefront. Everything he did portrayed him as a main eventer and a champion. Whether it was Lucha Underground, whether it was Impact, whether it was Japan, whether it was other companies, John Morrison was just presented as a star. So I really thought that. At least in his mindset, I think when he came to WWE, he thought they'd be able to do something with his momentum and he'd be able to accomplish the things he was supposed to accomplish in his first run.
1: I don't, I didn't get that vibe at all. I don't think, I think WWE forgets that stuff sometimes and they're just like, oh, I remember you, you were on our roster, let's put you right back where you started.
0: Interesting. Well, in the pre-show, Brian Myers got an upset win over Josh Alexander as he continues to remold himself and impact can be taken more seriously. Josh Alexander drops down the card. Ethan Page said a while ago, like while Impact was kind of you know splitting them up and doing him Karate Man thing, he said the North is never going to actually break up. We'll always be a team. We'll always be together. So perhaps while our eyes have been on Ethan Page and where he's going to end up, maybe Josh Alexander's on his way out also.
1: Maybe. Oh, my God, imagine they both leave and they go to AEW, and then they fight FTR.
0: Oh, now you want Ethan Page in AEW.
1: I never said I don't want him in... What? Who said I didn't want him in AEW?
0: I heard people talking.
1: You make up shit. Who are you going to believe, them or your best, best friend?
0: I mean, you've been known... Yeah. <laughs> How dare? You. I kid, I kid, I kid.
1: How dare you? No, but maybe and then we'll get our FTR match and that will make me excited.
0: It'd be cool if they as a team left Impact a while ago and we saw them in the Dusty Classic like we're seeing MSK.
1: Ooh, yeah. Match Strikers kids.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> MSK got a brief package video on NXT this week uh introduce people to the goofy side of MSK without going back to, you know, the vat 70 show parody skits, the rascal stuff. I like it. We we they haven't they don't really have a "quote unquote gimmick gimmick yet, but we do see their personalities getting to shine in their in the way they're going back and forth. We saw them bring back for whatever reason the Borat impression, which I think people have been wanting to bring back for a very long time.
1: I've never seen Borat.
0: Are you is this one of the, is this like Rebecca Black's Friday where you're just never gonna watch it?
1: All I right, f I haven't wait, which oh no, that was Bruno. I saw Bruno. I don't you know oh what happened? Oh
0: God. I I watched the first three minutes of Bruno. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I went I to up. I
1: went to a bam like Preview of it at BAM, and he was there, and he introduced the thing. He introduced it. They took away your cell phone so people won't record, and he showed up, which nobody had any idea. And he like introduced the film, and then did a Q and A after. As, as Bruno, yeah, yeah. Borat, maybe I have seen Borat, but I don't remember it. Fantastic. I just know, I just know everyone quoting it. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, and that is the most annoying fucking thing on the face of the Earth. So that's probably why I pretend I haven't seen it. <laughs>
0: i like how ember moon continues to get included in these msk videos just because she seems to be really close with them knows them well and she's putting them over great in her commentary so i'm enjoying that i'm looking forward to this dusty classic we got a lot of movement in the dusty classic taking place this week
1: i like that they're having a women's dusty classic that makes me happy
0: yeah, and we saw the first women's classic match this week. I think it can be considered an upset win. uh Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez on paper mm. look like they'd be a real tough team to beat, but they get defeated first round by Casey Cananzaro and Caden Carter. And what a finisher that Casey broke out to win this match!
1: Yeah, sh- her her boyfriend Mister Katie is probably so excited. For Casey. Her. Casey. <laughs> You can't, you, can't, you can't do that look at, if you're not going to do it right. My bad.
0: <laughs> Mr. Katie.
1: It looks like Katie. Casey is C-A... Whatever. What? E Y. That what doesn't that? look like Casey to me. You know how you said things shouldn't have Ks? This is one that shouldn't have Ks. Okay, we'll talk to her fucking parents. I'm just saying. But yeah, that finisher was dope. Yeah, I have been a
0: fan of KC ever since I saw her on American Ninja Warrior. I love that show. I don't really watch it too much these days, but when I did watch it, Mighty Casey, as they called her, was a main fixture. I believe she was the first female to ever complete like a city final, something like that. She was just a very big name on that show. So when I read that she was going to NXT, I was always just very excited to see the kind of gymnastic stuff she was going to bring to the table. Uh, everyone's going to attribute this to, you know, Ricochet and their relationship, obviously. But this is the kind of stuff that I've wanted to see from her from day one. And there aren't too many women who do the things she can do flying off the top rope like that.
1: I think the- I think that might have brought them together. Like, hey, Definitely. I'm super athletic and flippy. Hey, me too. Friendship, right. then love. Because exactly. he, she was doing this before him. Like, he wasn't like, hey, you should do this. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, that's what brought them together.
0: And Ricochet is one of the greatest high fi- high flyers in the game. So Definitely. I'm sure that he is able to give her advice. I'm sure she's able to give him advice. I'm sure they're able to help each other improve and work on things. If we ever get another intergender classic, oh! mixed, ma- mixed match classic. Oh!
1: Friendship activated. I was just going to say, if we got another Mix Max challenge, how great would it be to have the two of them together? Because they're both high flyers. Oh, They would, they
0: would go on opposite sides of the turnbuckle and do some crazy flippy do shit.
1: Yeah. You and I would go on opposite ends and like crack open a beer. Right. Or like T- take, or like take Jameson out and like pour it. You would do your <laughs> uh, what's your Brady thing called? He- Hennade What is it called? Hennamade that Brady made. Hennamade that Brady made, and I would take out my my dirty martina martinez, you hear me? My dirty martinis and shake them. And then, ladies
0: and gentlemen, if you want to make a hennamade that Brady made yourself, all you need is Hennessy and lemonade. And then you go to the garbage, open
1: it up, and dump it in there.
0: How rude! <laughs> <laughs> that shit is
1: delicious. I've I don't never had no it. Bullshit. I've never had it. Can you make it for me next time we hang out? I up? will make it for you. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Friendship. We're the best, best friends in all the land. But anyway, I digress. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I, there are
0: the haters out there who are criticizing the landing of the finisher. It definitely looks like, I, I don't expect this to be the final form of this finisher. She, it looks like she got so much air that ha, she had done, by the time she had done her main flip, she and there was nothing left, for her to do but just land she was still just so high up in the air so it looked a little awkward i think if she wanted to she could have busted out like another moonsault flip in there and landed on her stomach also tony storm kind of sold it like she was knocked out like she didn't move
1: right i mean it was and maybe it was like her first attempt really doing it and doing it on live television so maybe <laughs> like right maybe you have to practice you know Yeah, for me, I was
0: just so completely blown away at what I had just seen. I thought it still looked great. It it didn't really look like she landed on her back. It looked like she landed kind of like a double leg drop finish, which considering John Morrison does his starship pain and all you get is like an arm draped over the person and they sell it like they got shot. I feel like we can forgive this. Um, Once again, I don't expect to see the final form. I I'm expecting her to either add another flip because she does get a lot of air or maybe the person will just be a little closer. Uh, But I'm just really excited at the things she can do. I'm excited that this team moved on. I think this is going to set the the tone for the women's classic where it's not going to be about just getting the biggest names in the finals. It's going to be about really getting these new faces and new names and new teams some attention.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more.
0: Speaking of getting women attention,
1: Chris Statlander's got some stuff to say. No, Danielle? That she does, Chris uh, Statlander. I always say her name wrong. I always get nervous saying it. Uh, she kind of uh, let people know about because there's a lot of criticism about the women's division in AEW, which you know I criticize them all the time. And you take part. She, I take part. And I don't criticize the women and their wrestling abilities. I criticize them not being on TV. And she came out and she was saying how a lot of these women haven't been on TV and they're still practicing really hard. They're not just sitting on their butts and catering like they're actually putting in work. It's just a lot of them, including herself, haven't been on TV. And because they haven't been on TV, they're still practicing and getting used to it. So that's why they they're saying you just have to give it time. And that's why you don't see them a lot on TV. Which I mean it's been a year. Why aren't I seeing more?
0: I I applaud her for trying to, you know, defend the company's viewpoint. And essentially what I got from what she was saying was that, you know, the men have been on T V more more men have been on TV than the women. So, you know, we are in the back, but we're learning from them. We are they are working with us, we are getting better, and soon will be our time. You just have to kind of be a little patient, wait for it. <laughs> And, like, uh, you know, I I do like some of the things. Like, I have been noticing the improvements they're making. I I liked the attention they were giving to Abaddon and that supernatural character. I I, I, liked that feud with her versus the champion because it showed the champion vulnerable in a way that I don't think any other challenger would have been able to do. I like Britt Baker. Getting her own show. I don't think I like the backstage setting. I wished they would set it up so she could host in the ring. Right, kind of like the chaos. I I like her getting promo time. I, I, you know, so I do see them making strides. With that said, and I think this is the main reason why you and I expect more, is because while Swole may not have as much TV experience, we've seen her. We've seen her live. We've seen her on TV. We know what she can do. She can do it all. She can go in the ring. She can go on the mic. She yep. can accompany someone to ringside and make you care about their match. Yep. So while I do think Statlander makes some great points, it would, it, she'd be making better points if we saw someone like Swole... Getting more TV time, more in-ring time, if we saw her being highlighted every week, which we're not really getting.
1: Uh, Yeah, I totally agree with that. And And I do, again, understand where she's coming from. But I don't think people are criticizing the women. Just like I'm not criticizing the women's wrestling ability. I'm criticizing them having airtime. Like, I want to see Big Swole. I want to see Britt Baker in the ring. I want to see Abaddon in the ring. With this Impact thing, please give me Abaddon and Sue Young ASAP because that's what I want to see. Like, I want to... Like, because you have this thing with Impact, now you can bring these women over and have, you know, have different matches because Impact has such a strong female wrestling... uh, Yeah, female wrestling division. So it's like... Come on, you know, and I understand and I and like you said, I do appreciate her defending them. But I don't I hope she realizes that people aren't criticizing the women. It's that they actually want to see the women because we I all do want think, to see them.
0: I do think the criticism does need to die down a little bit. I think people I, I think people have too much fun hating on things to the point where even if something gets better, they're not going to notice it until it becomes perfect. And that's magic you know it doesn't just become perfect overnight so the fact that anna j is getting featured on dark he's getting featured on AEW dynamite and she's in a stable and she's in a position where she's getting elevated and getting more time i think that is an improvement the fact that uh consi was misused in nxt and ever since signing with aew she's getting an nwa women's championship match on live television she's getting more exposed to more fans that so i do think they are doing some things right that we need to you know pay attention to why
1: is the nwa championship more important than the aew women's championship
0: it's not, I didn't say it was more important. It,
1: it it comes off that way. It comes off that way with AEW a lot, where I feel like that one's more important than the actual AEW champ, Women's Championship.
0: I mean, are you saying that because Serena Deeb is the one holding it, and that's a name no. that you might recognize more?
1: No, no, I just, no, I'm familiar with, I would say, 99% of the female roster, but... What well, I feel like they make a bigger deal about the NWA one instead of the AEW one. Like I feel like there's more circular and more talk of that than the other one. Like the other day when I was I was talking to my friend, I was like, wait, who's the AEW Women's Champion? Because I forgot. Because I know who the NWA champion is.
0: Do you know who the AEW Women's Champion is now?
1: Yes.
0: Ikarus Shida.
1: shida yeah, Shida. I almost put Harita and I was like, nope, Sheeta. Sheeta is, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know, but I forgot. <laughs> okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how come I know who the A, the NWA champion is, and I don't know, and I had to like think about who the AEW one was.
0: Because you probably knew Serena deep ahead of time.
1: But I knew Sharita ahead of time too. You, you just said her name wrong again. Right. That's what I'm saying. I say her name <laughs> wrong, but I still know who she is. <laughs> okay. When Nyla Rose was champ, I forgot too. I knew Sharita too. Who hmm. the fucking Sharita? How do you say it?
0: <laughs> what? How do you say it? I mean, her name is
1: Sheeta. 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 Hikaru Sheeta. 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 What I say? Sharita? Ah, whatever.
0: Sharita. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm white. I add syllables to things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. So there's that. yeah. I, I also think, you know, people do need to remember that AEW is kind of just figuring this out. Nobody in charge of putting the AEW program on television has really done this, you know, mm-hmm. before.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I guess. think
0: I think it's a process. We're still in its infancy, but I do see certain things they're doing right. But but as I said, when you when you've got main event players in their women's roster and they've got a couple, those are the ones we want to see get mic time those are the ones we want to see get ring time and when you tune in and you see an untrained unproven unexplained Jade Cargill getting more airtime than anyone who's come in with like up to 10 years of experience you scratch your head right and you and, and when you see that she's getting set up in a main program but you know there are other women who could handle that it's you, you kind of just start wondering all right what's going on
1: I mean, I guess, but I mean, I I just hope I hope I mean it's been a year, I I want change like I need some change, so give that to me.
0: Well, we're getting a lot of change in the Dusty Classic. They are going, so we have the way Johnny Gargano and and Austin Theory, a team, losing to the made up team of Rough Hour, Leon Rush, and Kushida. Rough, rough 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 so so we've got the baby faces moving on they're gonna take on the grizzled young vets i do not expect them to move past the grizzled young vets but you know what you never really know what's going on because i didn't expect lucha house party to defeat former tag team champions imperium
1: yeah that was wild
0: yeah we're getting upsets in this dusty classic we're getting bracket breakers so
1: the only thing Ooh, i like that term is that a real term bracket breakers
0: yeah, I, I did it. not make up that uh, that's from you know so, March March Madness. Uh, oh yeah when yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a very well known so, I
1: appreciate it. <laughs> So fun fact about March Madness, I used to partake in it for a while just to see if I can win and I've I've come in second numerous times and I do it based on the names and the colors of their uniforms and if I like them, that's how I pick them. There's also a girl in Atlanta who does her fancy football draft, and she does it based on how good-looking she thinks the, the football player is. And she, she's won at least three times. <laughs> which I thought was very interesting. But I digress with the whole March Madness. But Bracket Breaker, I like that. Maybe, maybe they are having Bracket Breakers because since The Way is a little bit more known, uh, Imperium's a little bit more known, uh, maybe – that stuff, even Tony Storm and Mercedes, maybe they want to put them in different storylines than occupying them with the Dusty Classic and being able to showcase the not so named people.
0: That's kind of what I was thinking of as well. Like oh, John yeah? Gargano is the North American champion. He's gonna be on T V regardless if he's in the classic right. so we we can have rough, we can have Gushita move on.
1: Right. And Looch I'm okay House I'm okay party,
0: with party is kind of being reestablished on NXT, despite appearing on Raw and jobbing to almost everyone. So it's important that they get big wins. So I like how they are, you know, you kind of have to forgive them, I guess, you know, because on Monday they can't beat anyone. But on NXT, here we go. five Live, here we go. But I'm okay with it because Lucha. I think Lucha House Party is awesome, like super underrated.
1: Yeah, I think they're underrated, too. I mean, this, that's why this Dusty Classic is good. Like, if we think about who's won the Dusty Classic, like when Finn Balor and Samoa Joe won, they were already popular. People already knew who they won. This is a way of using it in a better way to showcase people that aren't so well-known.
0: Yeah. Now, we had a team get removed from the tournament. I believe they got K-Fabe, their asses kicked. And they're getting replaced by the team that just tore the house down in the NXT main event in the fight pit. We see Timothy Thatcher defeat Tommaso Ciampa. We didn't see a handshake or anything, but it definitely seemed like both men were broken at the end of it and seemed to be looking at each other with respect. And that is transitioning into them becoming the replacement team for this Dusty Classic. Danielle, what do you think about that development?
1: I mean, it reminds me very of Cesaro and Sheamus, and it's okay. I'm fine as long as this doesn't progress to keeping them as a tag and it eventually, like, if they win or, like, when the Dusty Classic is over, they go back to being single wrestlers. So I'm okay with this for now.
0: I could see them winning it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they won it. But then then that kind of defeats the whole purpose of showcasing all the other people to have the more popular one win.
0: Yeah, but... You also have to remember that while Thatcher is very popular and has been pushed strong, he's still a new face. And a lot of times they do kind of want to take a new face that they're about to put the rocket onto and give them an accolade, such as Dusty Classic 2021 champion.
1: Right. That's true.
0: Either way, I like the teams that, you know, we got a lot of teams that are making me want to not miss a single match of these Dusty Classics. So I'm really enjoying this tournament so far. Another thing I'm enjoying is the evolution of Alexa Bliss. We see her main event Raw in a match versus Asuka. After hosting her own show with special guest Asuka, we see her beat Raw Women's Champion and Raw Tag Team Champion Asuka. I guess you can call it clean as a whistle. (laughs) I mean, she kind of had a costume change or personality change mid-match. So I don't know what the ruling is on that, but Alexa Bliss is on another level. She's gotten so good when you think to when she, where she started as an NXT manager.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy for Alexa Bliss. I, I like that they're keeping her relevant. Um, She's so good at what she does. I do feel bad for Asuka, but I am enjoying what they're doing with Alexa.
0: Yeah. I don't know what it is with Asuka. Every time they give her a belt, they just stop booking her properly. I don't know why Charlotte and Oscar are tag team champions. We saw them on SmackDown have a match. But seriously, there's no reason why they are tag team champions. You, you could easily, easily come up with things for Charlotte to do things for your Raw Women's Champion Asuka to do that do not involve taking Spotlight away from two other women.
1: Right, it's very bizarre to me.
0: With that said, while I think a lot of us were expecting the tag team shapings to come off them before Asuka dropped that title... With Alexa Bliss' win, I'd be surprised if we didn't get a a Rumble match for the title with Alexa Bliss and Asuka. And Alexa Bliss is just hitting on all cylinders. She's not just involved in one of the more captivating stories being told in WWE, but she's kind of responsible for keeping it interesting, all on her own. At this point, while she's already been a champion so many times, it's been a minute. And I don't know if I would mind Alexa Bliss' Holding the top prize of all the ladies on Raw.
1: I mean, I, sometimes there gets to a point where I feel like you kind of don't need a championship. Not that I wouldn't mind seeing her be a champion again, but I don't feel like she needs the title at this point.
0: I just don't think they do enough work explaining why certain women just stop going. For titles fair enough you know yeah. alexa bliss is somebody who used to just go from title to title she'd win smackdown championship go to raw back forth tag team so for her to all of a sudden have no interest in a title it seems a bit weird
1: right it definitely se- seems weird because it's like why are you having these matches and doing this stuff if you aren't gonna fight aren- aren't trying to get the title right so yeah that kind of so- makes sense
0: Yeah. Also, I do think that while, you know, a lot of times we do look at championships as props, like the way you were kind of saying, I don't think she needs it. She's already over. She's already doing a good job. But sometimes I think, listen, when you are performing better than everyone on the roster, despite their gender, I I think sometimes you've got to throw awards at them. And in this case, I just can't say enough good things about her improvement. Her ability to constantly stay relevant, her ability to be a shapeshifter right. and do whatever role they put in front of her. I continue to be blown away by how good she's become.
1: Right. It's just crazy to think that like when she first started teaming with Bray, you're like, what you're like, okay, this is a fun little gimmick. How long is this gonna last? And it kind of just is keeping everybody relevant, which is kind of yeah.
0: cool. Yeah, she's breathed new life into her character, breathed new life into the fiend's character. She was the X Factor we never knew was missing from the equation. And I hope we never have to miss Alexa Bliss again.
1: Yeah, we never wanna miss her. And we don't wanna miss a thing. The- One day I'm gonna be able to do this all all these lyrics. That's gonna be wonderful.
0: Look, you're gonna learn the words
1: yeah i'm gonna learn all the words no yeah no 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 that's not what i meant i meant i'm gonna talk the whole show in lyric all I, right. I throw it in there but i don't know if i could do the whole show you would have to like set me up and i would have to like say some like one thing because imagine you being <laughs> like what do you think of alexa bliss and i'm like she's a girl all the bad guys want like what, what am i gonna do you know <laughs> and then i can't give any of my opinions it would be too much
0: daniel let's play a game
1: Okay, I like games.
0: You name an actor or an actress, okay, and I'll try to name a wrestler that would be their perfect tag team partner.
1: Okay, name an actor and a- Jennifer Lawrence.
0: J. Law. Okay, Jennifer Lawrence. I'll give her Rhea Ripley.
1: Why? I don't know. No definition? Okay, okay. There's no definition? Okay, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. I
0: think think Rhea Ripley's like this badass, strong female, and Jennifer Lawrence is like, you know, she's, she's strong, but more glamorous. I just think they'd be like the Glamazons.
1: Fair enough. Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: No, no, no. Now I give you one. Oh, Leonardo oh. DiCaprio.
1: <laughs> oh, that's easy. Daniel Bryant, when he was all like about the environment, him and Leonardo DiCaprio would just be spewing all like environmental oh, yeah. stuff.
0: <laughs> and then Lil Dicky song Earth would be their theme song. We
1: love the Earth. Leonardo DiCaprio is hard. Our in- planet. Yep. Leonardo DiCaprio hard into the environment. I, I, Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn popped in my brain.
0: All right. Let me give you another one. Um, Michael B. Jordan.
1: Michael B. Jordan would be an excellent tag with, hmm, Chad Gable.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan has that little boxing stuff going on. I feel like they would complement each other really well. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go Chad Gable. I think it would be a, a good fit. I like this game.
0: I feel like I'd put him with Shelton, but
1: I like, I I feel like I tried to stay away from the obvious. Like Xavier Woods was the first one that popped in my head and I was like, no, no.
0: Okay. Give me another one. Mm.
1: Dolph Lundgren.
0: Dolph Ziggler. That's an easy one.
1: (laughs) Dolph Dolph squared would be the name of their tag team.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Those would be Dolph squared. Dolph and Uh, Dolph.
0: Just doing Dolph.
1: Give me one. Give me one. That's fun.
0: All right. Um, shit. I
1: don't know. Okay, who that is. what's
0: the name of the guy that you thought played the captain in Cobra Kai?
1: Who? Oh, uh, Michael, An- Anthony Michael Hall. Okay, him. Who would I tag him with? Anthony Michael Hall, I would tag with. Now, are we talking about 80s Anthony Michael Hall or current Anthony Michael Hall?
0: That's why I love you. That's best friends shit right there because I knew you were going to ask that (laughs) question. Dealers choice, or not dealers choice. Opposite of dealer's choice. You choose.
1: Okay, I choose. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go 80s. 80s, right before, before, yeah, of course I am. Right before Edward Scissorhands. So I am going to tag him with, Brock Lesnar. I feel Ooh. like little scrawny guy being the amp, and he's gonna amp up Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is his heavy. So I'm okay. going. Yeah. All right. Oh, one more. One more. Yeah, give me another one. <laughs> um.
0: Um. Actually, here I'll give. I'll give David you one. David Crumholtz. <laughs> Well, that's easy. Drew McIntyre. No.
1: <laughs>
0: no. 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 I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you brothers, and you're gonna pair them up with someone, a tag team to make a stable. Okay. The Francos.
1: The Francos. The Francos would be with. Hmm. The Francos would be with Pete Dunne and Riddle. Okay, the Broser weights. The broser the Bruiser weights. Oh, the Broser weights. I thought they were yeah, the Broser weights. That's right. who they would be with because they would have because I could see Pete dunn getting mad that there's three stoners now. And I think that would be a fun little dynamic. <laughs> Is David franco a stoner too? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, now I got to give you one. Um um the Wayne's brothers. Marlin, Marlon, and Sean specific. Well, of course. <laughs> Naturally. Yo, that's on HBO Max now, the Waynes Brothers, just letting you know. Is it? Yeah, I marked out when I saw it. I was like, ooh.
0: Nice. Oh, nice. I'm not going to lie, I do watch my fair share of BET, so I do get, I, uh, I, I get my fair share of Waynes Brothers and Jamie Foxx, but I'm glad to know I can get it on demand.
1: Yep, you're welcome.
0: Okay, Waynes Brothers. And and we're, we're talking, you know, we're talking like when they were on the show, right? Sure. Not like now, you know, like, no, Mar- 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 I'm going to say like,
1: I'm going to say like when they were on the show and then like, look up Marlon, say cheese during like scary movie. OK, so during their see, hype, who,
0: who would they be teaming with? Who would or what stable would they be a part of? Um, I'll put them with your mama. No, my mama would be a horrible tag team partner. She'd make me do all the work. <laughs> Let's see. This is a tough one. Um, I'll put them with the Waynes brothers. I'll put them with. Fuck, who am I putting them with? I'll put them with MSK. Why? I don't know, MSK are like these goofy guys or like these goofy people making impressions, Marlon Wayne and Sean are goofy, they just be the jokesters.
1: I but- feel like Marlon Wayans and Sean would definitely break kayfabe where they'd be like... Weren't you in that tree house? Where's that tree at? Let's go hang out at the tree. Like, I can picture them doing way,
0: <laughs> Right. Like, the Brothers in New Day would be perfect, but I was trying to stay away yeah, from you, the obvious. Yeah, you gotta
1: stay away from the obvious. I so always... I, with I try Kent, so hard. Like, These
0: guys would get along.
1: I feel like at the end of every show now, you and I should come up with two celebrities and pick a tag team. We should do okay. this. This should be our new, uh, our new shtick.
0: See this is what i like i like where i just like uh have an idea pop into the old brain skull throw it to you and now you're gonna organize it and make it something controlled and manufactured
1: yeah because i am controlling and bossy (laughs) (laughs) right on the nose brady right on the nose (laughs) my mom was just telling me how bossy i was the other day like this morning and i was like am i really that bossy then did i ever tell you the story about when i was two years old what i used to do to my poor brothers maybe so my brothers used to be like say they were to the right of me playing and i'm two now we have a four-year difference so they're i'm two so they're six so i didn't like where they were playing so i walked over i didn't say anything to them and i would take their toys and move them and then t- grab their arms and move them over here and i'd be like you play here and i was like i was so bossy and controlling like, i like to set up where i thought they should play
0: <laughs> that is not surprising at
1: no it's that surprising at all it's just like when people ask me things and i'm like oh i have a spreadsheet for that they're like of course you have a spreadsheet for that <laughs>
0: <sighs> it's also not surprising how much fun i have doing the show with you danielle since we are the best best friends in all the land
1: right and how organized i am and how not organized you are it complements us very well
0: what actors would be our tag team partners
1: Who would be my tag team? Julie Styles would be mine because we would do Twin Magic.
0: So what? Me and Peter Rosenberg.
1: (laughs) Was he a celebrity? (laughs) I said, "Is he a celebrity?" Um, I mean, I'm I'm certainly gonna say he's a celebrity. Little Dicky would probably be your partner. Oh yeah. Little Dicky, I could see, uh, Childish Gambino. Don Glover being your tag partner, Allison,
0: yeah, you know, I, oh, I feel like oh. he's too good for
1: me. This is this is our stable. Yours would be um, Abed and mine would be Allison Bree. And then we would just join forces and we would we would be the community. And then we would start calling ourselves the commuters. And then Young Hearts would play as our entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Like how I brought that back? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Heel Marks. We are on Facebook, Heel Marks Wrestling Podcast. We are on Patreon. We've been reviewing... 24 is the WWE. We're currently doing Cobra Kai. We will be doing Bianca Belair soon. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We're on Instagram. I mean, we're on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And remember, guys, we're not just smart marks. We're heel marks.